0: Welcome to Season 2 of The Successful Strategist, a podcast on strategy, management, and governance dedicated to helping you address the most important questions any organization can ask. I'm Mitchell Muncy, a consultant who has co-founded or led five startups, for-profit and non-profit, spanning the media, public policy, and higher education. In these practical 5-minute episodes, I cut through jargon and myth to offer you the same advice I give my clients. Good morning. This is the sixth in a series of episodes on questions we should ask to develop a winning strategy. Last time, we discussed the distribution question. If we don't make distribution in all its forms—sales, marketing, delivery—part of our strategy, then we don't really have a strategy. Today, we'll discuss the durability question. How can we give our organizations the best chance to succeed over the long term? We can have good answers to the questions we've asked over the last five episodes, but still be overtaken by competitors and surprised by external events. Many businesses want to be the first mover in their industry, the first that is to enter or develop a new market, capturing and controlling as much of it as possible. In the case of nonprofits, first movers are seeking to have as much social impact and acquire funding, as quickly as possible. In Zero to One, Peter Thiel argues that it's more important to be the last mover, to develop an understanding of what our market or community could be like in 20 or 30 years, and not simply plan for it, but take steps to build a future in which our organization has a dominant influence. Thiel calls people who do this definite optimists. They first imagine a particular state of affairs they would like to achieve, then ask how this might be done and what obstacles they might encounter. In contrast, Thiel describes indefinite optimists. While both definite and indefinite optimists expect their future to be better than their present, indefinite optimists don't try to develop a theory of what this might mean or how they might succeed. They focus mainly on keeping their options open while trying to optimize the status quo. Their strategic plans, such as they are, call for little more than continuing to do what they've been doing, but to do more of it, and do it better. The indefinite approach rarely allows organizations to develop genuine advantages. By the time indefinite optimists are willing to commit to a particular course of action, they find many others have already made the same decisions. Even worse, they failed to anticipate serious threats to their success. This is what Thiel argues happened, for instance, to many cleantech companies. Presuming they would be able to ride a wave, they failed to consider what they would do in the face of lower-cost competition from China or the rise of fracking technology in the United States, both of which they should have been able to foresee. In other words, they failed to question their assumptions, one of the essential features of real strategy development, and this failure was fatal to their durability. Of course, being definite optimists doesn't guarantee that our judgments about the future will be correct, but because definite optimism requires a clear point of view about the future, it encourages us to question assumptions and identify potential threats. Nonprofits face their own versions of the durability question. Have they really developed a distinctive solution to a social problem? Or are they a product of conventional thinking, working more or less on the same project in the same way as many other nonprofits? How do they know? My suggestion for today is, ask whether your organization focuses primarily on optimizing the status quo or whether there are specific ways it builds toward and anticipates obstacles to an ideal future. Indefinite optimists tend strongly to base their organizations on ideas everyone agrees on. Successful organizations, on the other hand, build on distinctive insights. Next time, in our final episode for this series, we'll discuss the secret question. Most people learn about podcasts from friends and colleagues. If this episode was helpful, please take 30 seconds right now to recommend The Successful Strategist to one other person. And be sure you haven't missed any of the previous episodes. If you'd like to receive my twice-monthly newsletter, which includes show notes and a summary of important ideas about strategy, management, or governance, sign up at thesuccessfulstrategist.com. I'm glad we could invest this time together. Remember, being a successful strategist doesn't require specialized training or unique insight, just a commitment to asking the right questions. The Successful Strategist is a production of Prospera LLC, a consulting firm providing strategy development, nonprofit due diligence, crisis management, and interim executive management to mission driven organizations and philanthropists. Learn more at ProsperaLLC.com. This is Mitchell Muncy. Talk to you next time.